Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Actually, I think I've decided I want to rebrand this show as uh, PG. <laughs> Welcome to our Christian podcast. We're taking over the space. We're <laughs> taking over the market. We're really tapping into the the Christian scene. Um, I have no frame for of reference Easter. for this. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter. Um, I don't remember when that is, but I know it's I think soon. it's in a month. As a lapsed Christian myself, yeah. Um, I can speak to approximately two things about this good Christianity. One is, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to give you some dramatic time to really set in. Build up the tension, you know what I mean? One Don't get it is, twisted. She knows it. She has things. She's not I just lying. want to make sure that you're listening and also <laughs> yeah. that you're prepared. The first thing is... Jesus fucks. Well, shit. Damn it. Also, <laughs> the second thing is how is that the first? <laughs> no, continue. Go ahead. <laughs> and the second thing is it's pronounced Psalms and not Psalms, <laughs> which is how Chaboy pronounced it for way too long. Oh, no. And those are the only things that you need to know. Hi, it's welcome true. to Christianity. The peas are tricky. I'll say that. The peas are always tricky. I just want to say psalms. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Psalms is the way that I had chosen to say that. Yeah. Um, and it does provide a, like a crunchier way of yeah. pronouncing that. It's good um, mouthfeel for sure. It is, it is very good mouthfeel. So, hi, welcome to Into the Christianity, our new rebrand, specifically for springtime. About how Jesus fucks, dude. About how Jesus was, if you, re- if you really think about it, if you, if you really think about it. Uh-huh, yeah. How Jesus fucked, you know? Yeah. I, listen, I saw Fleabag, I know. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> yes. So, welcome to Into the Twilight. We're not going to talk about Christianity <sighs> for guess. so many reasons. <laughs> for so many reasons. We are underqualified. It is not funny. <laughs> it's what? Yes. I'm highly underqualified. It's not funny. And also, I tried for about 30 seconds to keep a PG rating and I am unable to. Even when I'm thoroughly trying. Yeah. So, Cody, how the hell are you doing? You know, we're vibing. (laughs) (laughs) We're just in that cool, just like, we're all dying, everything's on fire, so fun mentality. Yeah, that feels like most of our life, if I'm being honest. Really, in Uh, hindsight. I think we spent most of the last few years this way. <laughs> I feel like most of my life has been preparing me for the past month. Yeah. Uh, the past three months of 2020, if I'm being fair. Sure. Since we were just talking about before the pod of, like, the world was basically on fire when yeah. 2020 started. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like everything is awful. Yeah. I think I think something clicked in all of us when we saw that fucking dog in <laughs> sitting at his table with the whole building on fire yes. going this is fine. I think that like instilled something into us that was like, yeah. "Oh, this is how we're just going to survive for the yeah. rest of it. This is just we're going to have this and we're going to just co-opt this and that'll be how we live." Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like... 
I don't know that a lot has been the same. Sure. For a long time. <laughs> Honestly, if I if I Shout really out to think the most vague it, sentence. <laughs> if I really think about it, and maybe I'll just I'll lay back on my therapist couch here for a second. That oh my god. Maybe maybe it's been since Bambi's mom died. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the last time we all really like came together about something. <laughs> I feel like that was the last time that like bef- there was like a distinct before and after. You right. know, did we there all was- trauma bond to Bambi? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Is that what ha- like as a society we all just did that? I just don't know that we talk about it enough. You know. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you'd bring it up in normal conversation. Other than just like yelling it out in public. <laughs> Do you <probably>? remember? <laughs> You're just on the bus. It's like, where were you when Bambi's mom died? Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was daycare and I'm oh not over it. <laughs> With the quickness in which you fetch that memory from the caverns of your brain. I told you, Cody, I'm not over it. (laughs) I'm not over it. Oh my god. Distinct before and after. Besides thinking about Bambi's mom dying. I'm always thinking about Bambi's mom dying. I'm fine. I mean, like, I, again, we try to use this place as a solace from the world and its impending, like, fire disaster place. Yeah. It, and we just try to make, like, our own trash fire here by coming up with, like, our own conflicts, i.e. just, like, Joe Goldberg always being a trash fire and, like, <laughs> yeah. and making our own conflicts with that. I'm fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, like, my aim message right now would be, like, lol, going away forever, bye. Um, oh, sure. yeah. Like, something super passive-aggressive. Like, I'm... I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Like, work's fine. So, that's great. I will say on just, like, things that are making me happy right now. So, Oscar Isaac's birthday was recently. Oh, happy birthday, King. Yes, my my (laughs) powerful man um, that I love so much. And we celebrated in this household by watching Ex Machina for the first time. Oh, very good. For me. Yeah. Um, And I loved that. Yeah. It's very interesting because um, we, again, in, in this home, we just started watching Devs, um, okay. at, which I guess is the same guy. He's uh, the same director as has a new show on FX. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting. I, I'm, I can fuck with that guy's style. Um, Annihilation oh, yeah. was very, like, big brain, very, like, <laughs> galaxy brain. Um, Ex Machina and Dev is a little bit easier for me to consume since I don't partake in drugs, so. Sure. Oh, you're not gonna fucking vibe with Natalie Portman fighting her, like, ghost robot self? I, listen, in, I... In the woods. <laughs> I watched Annihilation in theaters. I, the cast is A+. I enjoyed it. Um, Devs, I will say, in Ex Machina was a little bit easier to understand like I I called Ex Machina maybe like 15 minutes into it I was like I I got this show this movie's fucking number like yeah uh so it was very good is there anything that you're enjoying right now before we get into this hellhole Ooh, I watched this show on Netflix called Glee no fuck you (laughs) (laughs) I think that is a hate crime I will I'm going to call the National Guard on you for even suggesting. Do it, coward. No, I will. I, I'll figure out their number. I don't know what it is, but I'll figure it out. It's my uh, phone number. <laughs> Whoa. That's the fucking Shyamalan twist. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, but it's called I'm With The Band, and it's basically Charlie XCX doing a little documentary where she just brings, like, four people together that don't know each other some of them have musical experience some of them don't and there's like you're gonna be a band and you're gonna oh. live together and you're gonna be a band and then they they do that and it's fucking sick whoa yeah that sounds super interesting okay yeah it's very fun i am um, i was into it and they make they they put music out and it, it slaps so huh 
Yeah. I can fuck with that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Charlie XCX. Yeah, she's out here. I love that. Love that for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should probably talk about Fifty Shades. We've got no. a lot of news for them this week. I know. Um, speaking of the the lead of the the curse themselves, um, E.L. James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shepherding us into her fucking cavern of nightmares. Yep. The true, the true nightmare herself. Um, so, Yale James had, it would have been a week ago when y'all are listening to this, uh, mm-hmm. had her birthday. Woo. Unsurprisingly to all involved, she's a Pisces, which just, <sighs> y'all. Yeah. It just makes so much sense to me. It just, and I forget every year until we talk about it, but it just tracks for me. It just makes sense. Yeah. It's just a woman named named Erica, a Pisces, just sitting at her computer <laughs> writing fan fiction. It just like, everything about that really connects for me. Yeah. So, um, we are looking at an article here, um, from New Delhi, and they have posted a a happy birthday article with some interesting facts about E.L. James. Most of the facts we are already very familiar with over the past couple of years. As is our curse. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, What I mainly wanted to focus on is the fact that they did her so dirty with one of the most pixelated photos I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, it's not great. It's a fine photo um, were it at its normal pixelation. Just a normal resolution. (laughs) Yeah, but it is... The resolution of it has been done very dirty, which is unfortunate for her. Yeah, it's like a, it's like watching a photo on the internet just like erode over time. Like that's beautiful. Like I agree. Like, yeah, God, it's like architectural set, like salvaging up in here. Like, damn, it's truly haunting. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I did want to spend some time on today though is an article from the things.com um oh yeah baby it's one of the most specific news sources that we found in our four years together (laughs) yeah um and it is it's 15 things that the 50 shades franchise has tried to sweep under their metaphorical rug nice and Oh boy, there are some powerful things from the things.com. <laughs> Was there anything in this that stood out to you that we haven't discussed so far in our time with this series? Uh, I, you know, this isn't surprising, but I just think it's a good blanket statement to get us into this. Sure. Where, <laughs> number 12, while making the first film, E.L. James did not allow her scripts to be polished or rewritten. <laughs> Yeah, that tracks yeah. so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just love the idea of, like, okay, sure, if you don't want rewrites or whatever, that's a little insane. But, like, I don't want anyone to look at it, basically. This is it. Sorry. Here you go. Yeah, I I don't understand it. Apparently, someone from The Hollywood Reporter had said that, um... E.L. James, quote, just didn't seem to grasp that in all adaptations, some things need to change, uh, that you can't just put the book on the screen. But apparently, E.L. James was like, fuck all y'all. What I wrote was amazing. So, So and it's going to, yeah, what's, it's going to be adapted perfectly on screen. I don't understand what you don't understand, which is, that is an awful way to think of a screenplay. Yeah, like a project, like an act, like everyone's coming together for something. Right. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Um, one that really stood out to me 
especially since they thought of this as like something they tried to like quote sweep under the rug was number nine which is that um jamie and dakota worked with a sex advisor during production i thought that this was something that was not only assumed but just like expected Uh, no and yet they apparently were trying to like hide this as if both of the main stars were just like experts at this that like saw the script and were like yes of course obviously duh and i i don't that's not how acting works in general right so like you have advisors for specialized things so of course you would bring in an advisor for this as well yeah um I just, this just seems very indicative of, like, the whole series. Yeah. I do like the idea, too, of, like, <laughs> them trying to, like, sh- like shroud this information from the public, being like, we can't let them know they have sex. And they, right. <laughs> but they don't know how to do it <laughs> in this yeah. particular way. Yeah, I hate that. It is also a bummer, because I, I think I remember this scene when we were reading it, um, which was number six, uh, the sex scene involving ice cream. I do remember something specifically there with ice. Yeah. There was. I've, something about it in my brain has blocked it out I think, <laughs> for my own sanity. Yeah. But it, it says here that it was left out because of time constraints, but to me that means because it was awful. Yeah. And then the, also the one that they've mentioned here. Again, they say left out as if these weren't just like known things um but it was that during 50 shades freed when they um were on their honeymoon that dakota johnson uh had a thong that was glued to her and it's like it was just like underwear pasties essentially Mm -hmm. it's like yeah of course (laughs) it'd be like that sometimes (laughs) but again they're making it seem like it was a very big deal yeah some of these photos yeah. are haunting. Like, there's some that are just, like, weird iPhone photos from, like, on the set, and they're just, like, in their regular clothing. And it, I hate it. It's very disorienting. I will say that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for number eight, Dakota Johnson looks like she's disassociating. <laughs> That's the one I was looking at when you said that. <laughs> her fucking hands are in uh, handcuffs, like, above her head, and she's just checked out. She's not in this moment. Yeah, her soul is gone. Less um. the building. <laughs> <laughs> her eyes are dead and inside. There's nothing. I don't know that I've ever resonated with a photo more than this one of just Why like, has this not been a meme? I don't know, but it should be. It people are cowards. They need to get on this. Yeah, it, fucking come on. It might also be that someone hasn't seen this photo because <laughs> I don't I don't know if it caught your eye as much as it immediately did mine, but this photo is cited as being from Pinterest. So people might not have just seen this because it's only been circulating with moms on Pinterest. Fuck. They've been hoarding all this stash for so long. Yeah, they've just been keeping it from us. So there might just be some important Dakota Johnson memes that we haven't seen because no one goes on Pinterest (laughs) (laughs) other than moms and Facebook photographers. Yeah. So, and those are the same thing. So, can you tell me about the fantastic and also very important video that you found on Twitter? I I would love to. Thank you. So, Architectural Digest did one of those little (laughs) promo, like, profile features on on Dakota Johnson's homes. They do it with, like, every celebrity's home. It's like, here's your fucking apartment and here's all the expensive stuff you own. That's cool. And they do, like, a very highly produced video. But fuck that. We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is this pure 11 seconds of joy (laughs) just siphoned out of (laughs) this video in which she's out in her yard and goes, my cat chicken is buried here, which is not funny, but I don't know why I think it's funny to tell you that. And then goes, 
the pool's heated a little so I can go in it all the time. I There's uh, nothing in between those two sentences. It's just none. she says my cat chicken is buried here. Also, my pool is, is a little warm if you want to come inside, take a dip. There's there's so many things about this that draw my attention. Yeah. One, that Dakota Johnson, the way that she uses her hands and her body in this, of just being like, oh yeah, like here's here's where my cat chicken is buried. And her arm yeah. just like flails. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, anyways, so... <laughs> Here's anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> so I love that. The other thing that I love about this video is just the extreme zoom that the cameraman does. Academy Award. Because <laughs> it's like a cut and then an extreme zoom on yeah. the plants of where <laughs> of where chicken is buried. <laughs> this is where this corpse is. And I love that. Yeah, it's so good. I am on this... Uh architectural digest piece and they have a little widget in which they have like oh here are some of the things that she owns that you can buy if you want to or something and they have Mm. the price and everything um and you know i expected these things to be expensive there's like fun little couches that are expensive and like a nice little bed frame and like all this stuff whatever what i didn't expect was a copper tea kettle Mm. That's $350. No. <laughs> Why? What? No, thank you. What? I don't... Why? This is a thing that makes water hot. Yeah. I don't understand. That's it. That's its sole purpose. There's no reason why... <laughs> why... <laughs> why water hot would cost... <laughs> why water hot for three? <laughs> $150. Hi, Alex. Um, um, I'm going to choose water, make water hot for $300, please. $350. It says here, according to Architectural Digest, it says a more recent previous owner of this house was producer Ryan Murphy. What? You know, Ryan Murphy? <sighs> Yeah, I'm familiar. So, the energy of this home... (laughs) Cursed from the start. (laughs) Is is so much. Yeah, so the fucking spirit of Ryan Murphy lives in this home, and also there's a dead cat named Chicken in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) And a $350 tea kettle! (laughs) Is so much. I hate it here. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I am beyond words. Allie and shorts are getting right now. <laughs> what I will say, that clip of Dakota Johnson talking about her cat more than anything made me realize how much I want Dakota Johnson and Claire Saffitz in the same room. Um, oh. Because the energy that the two of them bring together is really powerful. Yeah, I'm and, into that. Yep. So that's where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> yeah, that's my truth. What was that sound? Was that my soul? Was that my soul giving me a, a approval of like, yes, Dakota Johnson and Claire Savage should be together? Like, yes, this is now what you must do. <laughs> this is That's your path in life? Okay. All right. I, I hear it. I, I got it. I got the memo. Okay. Um, I, I understand. I will wow. move forward. Congrats on getting a purpose. That's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that finally, like, That's it's been freeing. a while, yeah. uh, but I'm glad that I have one. Um, I'm glad that in addition to moving Dakota and Claire Johnson together, um, that I have one more purpose in life, and it is to stay alive long enough <laughs> to see this new Dracula movie that's being made. So thank you, Universal, for keeping me alive long enough for this. Yes. And thank you for, you know, making sure Karen Kusama keeps getting her checks, you know, making sure she's paid. Listen, she that's very it. true. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that Universal is doing this. Yeah. I needed this in my life. I'm always in the mood for monster movies. I'm always ready for more Dracula content. This is true. 
Um, and I will be first in line. <laughs> I'm whoever it is. I'm ready to support them. Yeah. Just give me the details. I want them now. I'm ready. <laughs> I would like to pre-order. <laughs> I I would like to be able to go to the movie theaters <laughs> at some time, please. Yeah. Just tell me when I can, and also thank you. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I just got. I don't know what to do now that I have a purpose in life. I feel so exhausted from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drained. Is this what it feels like to have a purpose? Is it so overwhelming at times? <laughs> All right. Are you ready to dive in to our new endeavor? <sighs> that is Hidden Bodies. Guys, this sucks. I wonder what this book is going to be about. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell from the title what kind of context yeah. clues I should Ooh. use. Listen, um, it's been a minute since we've been back in the saddle, and by saddle I mean reading a book. Yeah. We've had a long visual medium journey going on. Reading is hard. We're back for a re- Yeah, for a second there, I thought I was, like, becoming illiterate, you know what I mean? Like, we were just, <laughs> it's just been so long, and I do a lot of audiobooks, so I'm like, do I actually know how to read if I, if I was given the chance? I don't know. And Articles- I wish I... I wish I couldn't read, because I couldn't have to read this. Yeah, I agree. I Articles are easier because they have pictures. It's true. And articles are easier because they're not fucking Caroline Kepnes' words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're not just, like, dancing in italics all the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> listen. <laughs> and they're not Joe's monologue uh, all so the time. tired. I, I don't, here's the thing, and I struggled with this the first time that we read her writing, is, like, I, I severely went through a thing of, like, do I not like Joe's inner thinking, Mm -hmm. or do I not like her writing? Right. Because I think that there is a difference, and I feel like by the end of the first book, I came to a conclusion of I don't like both. (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and so when I went into this one I was like all right I'm gonna give it a fair shot at this point like I know that I don't like Joe's thinking but I can't like I it couldn't have been that I didn't like her writing and then I read the first page I was like no I don't like her writing though is the thing yeah and that's that is kind of the problem so I I will say that I I am intrigued because I from what I can tell, I think that this might be you season two and three combined. Whoa. Is what I'm, I, I, I can, that's what I think, right? Because right. when we briefly looked at book three, it wasn't, it was like different characters. Oh, so I yeah, don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what kind of content is going to be in this for sure. Yeah. So <sighs> chapter one. And I had to kind of remember where this left off because if when the first book ended, it was very different than you season one because it was like fucking Amy Adam and him picked yeah. up and left for L.A. And we still had Blythe in the picture and Ethan mm-hmm. were like happy-go-lucky and stuff. Yeah. So everything was different and we still had Blythe, so things were good even though things were bad. But lucky for us, Joe does a lot of fucking recap in these two chapters. It's true. He does. remember everyone I ever killed and everyone I ever had a relationship with? Here you go. It's true. He is like, he starts this off by picking out violets for Amy Adam. And please Singular. Yes, yeah. It is, please remember that it is Amy Adam and not Amy Adam's. Yeah. Um, and also not Candace. <laughs> and and not Candace and yeah. not Beck. It is Amy Adam, a different character than the Amy Adam in the television show. Interesting. And he does this whole like preview this is what you missed on Glee thing throughout this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um 
talking about like he's very fixated on the mug like if you remember nothing else from these two chapters yeah he will not get over his little piss mug yeah and (sighs) one thing i didn't realize during the first book is that apparently in the first book it was a ceramic mug yeah i thought that was new information also i did not remember that i just assumed uh, yeah first of all nasty they're gonna have to throw that ceramic mug away you can't clean that you nasty little shit yeah. And second of all, in my brain, like it was in the television show, I assumed that it was a glass mug. Right. Like a little, what's its fuck? The little canning mugs or whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. That you could actually like clean and sterilize, which I wouldn't. Yeah. I would throw it out, but like still. Like a little mason jar situation. Exactly. Yeah. Mason yeah, yeah. jars. Right. <sighs> Joseph. Yeah. It is funny because he's like, I, yeah, this whole, these whole two chapters, he's like, Fuck, I can't believe I fucking didn't clear my tracks. I left my fucking piss mug in Peach's house and they're all going to get me. And they know I did and they're going to trace it back because my piss is in there. But he's like kind of psyching himself out to be like, oh, well maybe like someone cleaned it. Someone like just found it and was grossed out. But like, you know, cleaned the mug. And it's like if anyone fucking saw that mug. Right. I, you could not eat it faster. <laughs> Like, no oh my god no. it would go str- it would be intrinsically just like out of my hand just like into whatever surface just like out out no because it would be just the smell of piss right Ugh. Ugh. it's in the walls at this point right like it's there you know yeah like not the haunting of joseph's <laughs> piss <laughs> yeah. joseph you nasty Anyways, yeah. speaking of haunting, we learn that Amy, Adam, Amy, this is <laughs> fucking confusing. I'm trying to say, yeah. dear listeners, I'm trying to say the possessive of Amy Adam, and that's going to sound like <laughs> Amy Adams. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it fucking twisted, because I'm trying to say the Amy Adams middle name <laughs> I hate this, Caroline. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Anyway, Caroline is so has moved just higher and higher on our hit list. <laughs> the longer I've <sighs> done this, Caroline, you are on my shit list. Yeah, El's still up there on number one, but she's she's closely second. Anyway, Amy's middle name is Kendall, and that is diametrically opposed to everything that I think about about this woman because she like. <laughs> thrifts college t-shirts and she yeah. like is a sleuth and she doesn't have a bank account <laughs> like, right. she's off the grid she's lying to the government <laughs> yeah but she has like this like rich bitch name of like hi i'm amy kendall adam and i yeah. go i don't know to brown or whatever i don't right it just it's a lot yeah she's a very confusing <sighs> character i love it but it's like, it yeah, too. she's very strange. She, like, just her fun little shtick, if you forgot, was that she just buys every college sweatshirt or t-shirt that she finds and has conversations with people. Being like, oh, you went to Yale? And it's like, yeah, I went to Yale. <laughs> like, that's her fucking shtick. But she also loves old books. Like, a lot. She's horny for old books. Apparently so much that she wants... From what I gathered from this first chapter is that she wants to get into Mooney's, like, cage. Secret lair. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> fucking take the books, too. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, fuck, get, I love that for you. Right. Just steal from Joseph. Get him sure. for all he's worth. Yeah. Really, Joe's really out here thinking that Amy Adam is so obsessed with him and like, yeah, I want to work here because like, you're so hot and whatever. No, this bitch just wants to do a book crime. Like, wants to do a big heist. Yeah, she's a con woman is what the, she is. The second she's there on her first day, she's like, so, I heard there's a copy of Alice in Wonderland that's worth <laughs> over a million dollars. What's up with that? Can we see it? Can I see it? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, can you work at the register, please? <laughs> can you just <laughs> fucking relax? <laughs> I just love that she's like, yeah, I'll fuck you if we go down to see these special books. And it, Joseph is like, um, and he just hands her a W-9. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, anyway. It's like, can you just work for me, please? <laughs> This is not what I was expecting out of this relationship. <laughs> so they, Amy Adam decides to like continue this con by making him go to these estate sales and yard sales with her. Yeah. Um, she calls them yard sailing, which I've Ugh. never heard, I but I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I Truly hate despise. It. Yeah. Um, and this is the part where reader. And listener, <laughs> it is, mind you, it is three pages in. Three pages. And I've already hit my breaking point. I highlighted, I highlighted this and in the comments on my Kindle, I wrote, I am already done. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So this is the part where Amy is like, buy this book for me. I know it's $700, but I want it. Yeah. And so Joseph buys it. And he's, because she's like, what can I do to change your mind? Um, and so for $700, not explicitly, but basically for $700, Joseph says in his mind, he says an hour later, I was, this, folks, this sounds like I'm reading my fan fiction 30 minutes early. I'm not. An it's hour real. later, I was the owner of an overpriced Easter parade, and Amy was sucking my dick in a Starbucks bathroom in Midtown, and this was more romantic than it sounds because we liked each other. This was not a blowjob. This was fellatio, my friends. This was fellatio! I, the Italian fingers I'm getting right now of, like, this was fellatio, my friend. Like You don't understand, all right? We weren't... <laughs> getting a blowjob this is fucking this is my favorite scorsese movie it's just fucking <laughs> fucking robert de niro's like listen i wasn't getting my dits, dick sucked in a starbucks all right i was i was fellatio it was <laughs> that shit it was unreal you never heard of it before it was fantastic i'm so angry it's infuriating listen the one thing I think we now know about Caroline Kepner's fucking twisted mind is that she cuts to the chase. <laughs> she just it's true. She's so efficient in just her garbage. She's like, no, we're just gonna like really get there, you know? Page three, this is what it's all about. It's true. It's true. And like I I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. And and it's stuff like that where I'm like, okay, well, I know that that's, like, Joseph's voice, right? right. How, however. Humanity. However. <laughs> then. Then. Oh, no. This continues, right? Remember, Starbucks location in Midtown. Then. <laughs> Amy Adam pulls down her Amy Adams boyfriend's jeans and her response to having pubic hair because she's what 19 who's to say is and joseph's like oh oh my god a bush what the response is she kisses him and says welcome to the jungle (sighs) I want to poke my eyes out. Yeah. I want to poke my eyes out. Yeah. And this is, this, I thought, okay, all right, it's three pages in. Like, it'll be fine. I, we only have 300, or we only have 439 (laughs) to go. Like, it'll be fine. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's Amy Adam. Like, she's. She's going to be this sleuthing con man. It'll she's going to take everything that Joseph's worth. It'll be fine. Right. Right? It'll be it'll be fine. I hope. 
I hope. And then they're reading their copies of these books and it's all great and perfect. But then we find out about Amy Adam that she underlines her favorite parts of the book with Sharpie. And Joseph's like, hey, actually, don't do that. Please use a more delicate pen. And her response, because Carolyn Kevner's cannot give me any fucking relief between yeah. two paragraphs, <laughs> is Amy Adam insists on using a Sharpie because she's not delicate. And she hates delicate. Oh. And y'all, I want to throw myself out a window. I don't... I... I don't want to do this anymore. I hate it. <laughs> I think I have to retire. I can't. I, I have to retire. I, I can't go on. But the chapter ends with Joseph being like, you know what? It's Memorial Day. So go shave your legs. We're going to get a red Corvette. And we're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Also, Amy Adam has keys to the shop now. Oh, yeah. That's a big development. And motherfucker, if she's not going to steal some books, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. That's all she has to do. Like, yeah. If you just if you just stole a precious book from Joe, he would be inconsolable and he'd never do crime again. No, because you would fundamentally break him. Like He would not be able to go on anymore. He would just be like a vegetable and just chill. Yeah. You would not even inspire violence from him. He'd just be like... Which book did you... No. Yeah. She took a Sudoku. You can't even do (laughs) any... That's nothing. It's not even a book. Yeah. Anyways. So, chapter two, folks. This is basically (sighs) a good time where Caroline decides to help us remember that Joseph is a man and he's on the run. Yeah. And he's running from the law. He's got a storied past. Yes. He's done a crime or two. Don't or you four. forget it. Or four explicitly. Specifically four. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less. Just four. Yeah, definitely no less. Just four. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in this red convertible that Joseph rented. He is... Horny as fuck because his girlfriend shaved her legs, which he said he didn't have a problem with, but she did it anyway. And now he's hype as hell. Now he's like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Doesn't have to seem like I am judging you, but I am on the inside. He's listening to Elton John, which he never thought he could anymore because of Peach. After bashing Peach's fucking brains in (laughs) in the middle of the day in Central Park. (laughs) Um, and he's, as he's listening to this, he's, like, thinking about Beck and Peach and being, like, it was all their fault. It's, they are the problem. Ugh. It's all, they're the issue throughout yeah, all of obviously. This. Yep. Um, and again, he's, like, still going on and on about this mug. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, this fucking mug haunts me. <laughs> like, it's. It's always going to be my issue throughout. Nobody thinks about piss this much. No. No one does. Nobody. 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 Just Joseph. Just Joe. His fucking ceramic mug. Yep. And you know how, like, with your new girlfriend, you're like, yep, she's the anti my ex. She's the one that cares about me. You know how that's really good, like, healthy behavior Oh, yeah, to for, do? Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Feels like you're really, like, coping with all this quite well. Um, I think you really understand the problem here, and I think you're getting it. Um, good job, yeah. Joe. You did it. And how with your new girlfriend, you're like, when I'm with her, I'm with her. And when she leaves, she goes where she says she's going. And then you're like, well, but I still followed her. And occasionally I look in her phone. Right. I have to know that she isn't lying. <laughs> Come on, we gotta have standards, gotta have rules. Listen. Come on. I'm not, I wasn't gonna go cold turkey, Leslie. Come on. Come on. You know me. It's yeah. your old friend, Joe. Come on. It's just me, Joe. Come who on. Who likes to check up on people. Yeah. I'm just, I want you to be safe. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So, he's in his head, just comparing these two women, as you do, real healthy shit. 
Right, right. <laughs> and they're on their way to Little Compton, Elsie, as y'all might know it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the cops come. And the sirens are blaring. And the book is over. Yep. And then it's just <laughs> They got him. Joseph <laughs> they got is him. finally done. <laughs> and y'all, this was just a nine-page fan fiction, and we're done. Thanks for lasting throughout all of it. <laughs> um, and so Amy is, like, pissed. She's like, I don't understand. And then Joseph starts freaking the fuck out. He's hyperventilating. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's, like, sweating and freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Um... Like, they have my pace, they have it, I know. <laughs> it's in his car. <laughs> they all have a sample of my piss with them wherever they go. Fuck. Um, and so Amy's like, I don't understand, what do we do wrong? And the officer's like, you didn't signal when you turned. And so the officer says, just give me a couple minutes. And then it takes like 20 minutes. <laughs> And throughout all this time, Amy's not freaking out. She even, like, gets a fucking peach out, which Joseph's like, it's a sign. They're all <laughs> in on it, it together. It's <laughs> a conspiracy. He's like, they, she has the mug. They all are in it together. They're yeah. gonna get me. He's gonna make a fool out of me. <laughs> yep. He is freaking out, sweating yeah. bullets, um, whereas... Amy is just in the passenger seat, bopping along to the radio, yeah. eating her peach. Like, everything's fine. Um, she's like, it's a minor traffic violation. Like, it's going <laughs> to be fine. Um, anyways, 20 minutes go along. He is convinced, like, they are calling additional units. Everything is going to be freaking out. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, the police officer comes back and is like, lol, so... Uh, sorry it took me so long. The computer had to restart. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> and Justice like, this is why I don't trust technology. I hate yeah, it. It's going to be the right end along. Because <laughs> you're too plugged in. You can't do simple things. <laughs> <laughs> if you had just written it down on a piece of paper and, <laughs> and mailed send that. send it by a carrier <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> we would have like a paper airplane. If you had just written it on a piece of paper and put it in the form of a paper airplane and then walked it over to the station, we wouldn't have had this problem. If you had just done smoke signals. <laughs> so I just don't understand why you don't use Morse code. Morse code never fails anybody. It's never been wrong. Anyways, the cop was like, so, one, use your turn signal. Two, why are you sweating so much? <laughs> you good? <laughs> It's Memorial Day. It's not August. Two, y'all be fun now. Be safe. Yeah. Bye. Um, <laughs> and so Joseph's like, whew, um, gonna be good now. I don't want to see any more police. I'm just gonna accept that I fucked up. I left yeah. one loose end. I'll never ever do that again. Gonna use my blinker. Cool. And that's where the chapter leaves off. <sighs> We're back, baby. We're back to Joseph and his neurotic nature, folks. Ooh. We are in it. good. Uh, feels comforting. Feels so skeevy. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. It feels like we haven't left at all. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. We're in the same universe, dude. Yep. That's for sure. <sighs> okay. So next week, chapters three and four. <sighs> and we'll just keep on trucking for just... the end of time. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> well, so we got time till the next season. We're just fucking rotting our brains till then, baby. We'll just do fucking a word a week. We'll just. <laughs> we're just going to syllables. It's just like. Yeah, we'll just yeah. perform this thing. Yeah, I think that's a good move. All right, so we've got our fantastic patrons to thank at this time. Boy, do we. And, folks, what I've cured for you this week, what I'm pulling out of the deli for you today. <laughs> Today's special. Is is something that's that's really been curing in, for a while. 
Uh at this time. Sure. And it is from BuzzFeed. It is 28 pop culture moments from March 2010 that made me say, oh, wow. Can't believe that was 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty good. Shout out to Rebecca Cullen. (gasps) Pew, 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 pew. Who's gonna be uh, number nine. It was confirmed that Chris Evans would play Captain America in the upcoming Captain America movie. Hell yeah. Feels like just yesterday. Does it? (laughs) No. (laughs) Shout out Elizabeth Swan. Woo woo. Who's gonna be... Ooh. Number two... Rihanna's iconic Bob, Rude Boy. Ah. Uh, with a great video that I completely forgot until seeing this gif. And I, yes. Very good. Yes. Very good. All right. Um, shout out to Amy Taylor. Beep, 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 beep. Who's gonna be number 17 when NBC confirmed Betty White would host SNL. In a Mother's Day episode. Wow. How's Betty White? Is she still good? She's have good. We checked, have I we just checked saw up on her recently? <laughs> she's good. I just saw her trending a little bit ago. Oh no. That's <laughs> never a good but, sign. But whenever she trends, it's like, fine. Right. Like, National Hero still got it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah. fair enough. Shout out to Mulch Gray. Pew, pew, pew. Who's gonna be my favorite of these? Mm. And also, today, the day we're recording, is the anniversary of this thing. Mm. Lady Gaga and Beyonce's telephone video. Wow. Which, wow. like, cinematic masterpiece, full stop. True. And For sure. Wow. What a treat. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Of course. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out to Rebecca Steele. Ow, ow. Uh, who's going to be one of my personal favorites on this list, uh, which is number 15. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I forgot about until yeah. this, uh, which is when Lindsay Lohan sued E-Trade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of the... Um, the milk baby commercial. Yeah. Oh my god. I completely blocked that out of my memory. Same. But I'm glad I remember. God, that felt like I mean a long time ago, so yeah. Yeah. Oi. Shout out to Kelly Beck. Pew pew pew. Who's gonna be Number 16, Zach Braff announced on Facebook that Scrubs would be ending after nine seasons. <laughs> and you know okay. what's really fun about that is that his current girlfriend would have been like 14. I hate it. <gasps> I hate that. Ooh, spicy. Oy. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Taylor Brown. Yeah. Town. Yeah. Lautner. Ooh. Who's going to be number 21. Um, which oh, yeah. was the reason why this got sent to us. Um, which was some of the winners from the Kids' Choice Awards. Um, including Taylor Lautner. Um, who won favorite actor for the Twilight Saga, New Moon, that night. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Did he get slimed? Ew, uh, probably. Did- <laughs> Ew, that's what they do on those awards. I mean, why is he holding that green dildo next to the microphone? Oh, it's probably okay, now slime. You- now you're being crude. I mean, <laughs> what is that other than slime, though? Ah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Shout out Aaron Salinger. Woo-woo! Who's gonna be... Number 23. I'm just gonna give you a roster of the movies 
that came out this month, ten years ago. Thank you. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Wow. Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton version. Oi. Hot Tub Time Machine. Wow. <laughs> and How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> they really did it to us back then, huh? God, what, just like every weekend was whiplash. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> God, what a nightmare to live in. Just like, oh, just like really assault on the senses on all capacities. Wow. Jesus. Uh, speaking of whiplash, um, the one I'm choosing for our fantastic Sophia Salinger this week um, is number 22, which was OK Go just fucking doing it to them Thank with God. their music video for <laughs> This Too Shall Pass. Damn. <sighs> wow. We love a Rube Goldberg machine. OK Go. They really you know? do. They love it. They really do. Will you... um? Will you choose one of your personal favorites on here? Of course. Because uh, I still have it open. Gotcha. God. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be number 19. Victorious made his debut on Nickelodeon. Oh my god. With just a very chaotic cast of people that ended up being much more famous. Specifically Ariana Grande. <laughs> so chaotic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a Jesus. different person. That's not her. It's, she's so white. <laughs> she's like her regular skin tone back then. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to obviously go with number five, um, which is the Glee cast <laughs> announcing they were going to do a Four City tour. Why are they all touching butts? Like, I remember what <laughs> scene that was, but why'd they have to choose this one where they're all touching butts? Uh, I uh, Every time, like, a... A clip from Glee pops up on my timeline, which is not often, but sometimes it'll make the rounds. It's yeah. so offensive. And the most recent one was when they did the I'm Still Standing. Oh when my Brittany God. and Artie were in wheelchairs. And I was like, this, I think this show was an act of terrorism. Like, I think. This it was so inappropriate. Like, it, it was so rude and so wrong right they but managed to cover out... every issue incorrectly absolutely <laughs> oh absolutely it i yeah it was bad um uh yeah but it came out at just the right time where like yeah we needed it we i don't know that we needed it so much as like we deserved it you know like yeah <laughs> I I don't know what we did to deserve it, but, like, we deserved it. <laughs> so, okay. So, I I need to explain a couple things. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> before I read this to you. Um, okay. So, <laughs> context for you. Oh, boy. Um, I... So I went looking for some E.L. James uh, fan fiction, just anything in that universe for today, um, because I knew, right, that it was going to be her, like, birthday episode. Uh-huh. And I, you know, it's been so many years of of doing, of just, of just doing... Fifty Shades. Yeah. So I needed to try something different. Sure. Um, and when looking up Christian Grey, I found something in particular that was written on Wattpad um, <sighs> by by Kinijeta. Um, and this was just simply titled um, Shrek and Christian Grey. And... And so I've I've sent you the photo. Oh, now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> um, and this is a this is a chapter of of several different ones that are just simply titled Shrexy Shrek Smut. <sighs> um, it's been a while since you've really like pained me with something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. We've kind of had a good run of like, oh, this is like a fun reimagining of something. Or like, oh, this is a little silly, but it's it's fine. Uh, but th- 
Oh, it's been a minute since we've had, like, a pencil dick situation, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like oh, this is bad. Oh, I hate it. I'm not ready for this. So, this is just a, it says that the, a warning at the top, um, if you get triggered by gory details and visuals, please don't read, I love you. I don't want to read. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from Christian Gray's perspective. <laughs> Um, (sighs) even though I love to dominate, I've always had a wish to be dominated, particularly by my daddy Shrek. I've always admired him from afar, wishing he could smack my tight ass. (laughs) When Anastasia and I do the do, I always think about (laughs) Shrek to get off. She will never know this. She can't, or she will hate me. <laughs> Today, I get to work early, and my assistant informs me that we have a new employee. He goes by the name of Juicy Onion Boy with oh. an I. <laughs> Sounds sexy. Hoping to meet the sex god, I wait at the elevator eagerly for his arrival. Once the elevator doors finally diverge, I am frozen in shock. He's so fucking beautiful. (laughs) I feel my thick with two C's rod (laughs) stiffen against my pants. (laughs) He is Shrek. Can I help you? Oh, yes. Talk to dominate me, daddy. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know it's a good fan fiction when Allie's making sounds only dogs can hear. (laughs) No, sir. I say quickly with assertion. He can, like, get it. (laughs) End scene. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) My my chest like hurts. Like I'm in physical pain. Like I'm in deep emotional pain, but I'm in serious physical pain. (laughs) Why why? Why would someone do this? Can I help you? Anastasia and I do the do. <laughs> like what? Do the do. You're you're a sex uh, man. Like you're supposed to know about uh, sex. I I, I have to feel like this whole thing was something that either this person was paid a lot of money to do. Sure. Yeah. Or they got so wasted. <laughs> And they did. I don't, I honestly don't know. Right. Yeah. No, that's um, fair. But I would highly rec. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I would highly recommend y'all look this up because there are a lot of emojis in this <laughs> that I did not know how to vocalize. Sure. Yeah. That uh, was really powerful. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> so, wow. Um, Wow. Please don't take that out of context. You know what I mean? <laughs> Speechless. Just like, um, you ever just get so, so moved you know, by a piece of art? So, you know, just like I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, stay safe, do God's mission. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, as we say in Seattle, 
get whipped. <laughs> didn't get whipped by Juicy no. Onion Boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Toast 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at Into Wild Places, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.